0: our broadcasts straight ahead we have faith focus friday i want to get to some of your texts that have collected here in the past few minutes and we start here since the five years in south carolina i've learned so-called south carolina republicans mostly the lowlanders remind me of the corrupt democrats who ran the state we escaped from illinois the same dna Mm -hmm. very familiar isn't it i'm glad you are very perceptive Vince the entire mainstream media is propaganda agents this is why CNN plus is going out nobody's buying that crap by the way (laughs) isn't it epic what has happened to CNN plus you remember how much hype there was about this remember Chris Wallace leaving Fox News Channel to go work for CNN plus there's all this hype Variety reporting, CNN Plus shutting down one month after launch. One month. Warner Brothers Discovery shutting down CNN Plus as of April 30th. Marking one of the company's first significant maneuvers since completing the merger of Warner Media and Discovery less than two weeks ago. This puts an abrupt end to an ambitious and aggressive venture. People familiar with the matter? Say, rankled David Zasloff, the new CEO of Warner Brothers, Discovery from the start. Zasloff annoyed by the decision of Jason Kalar, the former CEO of Warner Media, when it was owned by AT&T to launch CNN Plus just three weeks. Just weeks before Discovery was set to take over operations. But he was unable to communicate with Warner Media Management because of legal boundaries surrounding the merger process. In other words, he, he would have liked to have stopped this before this thing got started. But the bottom line is this thing is dead april 30th it's done (laughs) i think this is absolutely hilarious it really is (laughs) oh my goodness i'm not quite sure what this message is huh maybe this will be clarified later now hold up vince i thought the liberals in the lgbtq ABC community said they were not after our children. I heard them say it themselves. This is putting it nicely trying to respect your show by keeping some of my thoughts under my hat Jeff. I know where you're coming from. (laughs) I know exactly where you're coming from. (sighs) Vincent people think their children their children should be taught this garbage. Maybe they should homeschool. (laughs) uh yeah the audio I played this person saying it sounds very identical to peppermint patties yeah remember her crying and whining we shared that audio as well Vince I don't care to hear that she double Taylor Lorenz and whining and crying same goes for Jen little red crying hood (laughs) Saki childish behavior grow up kids yeah good luck Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. Quickly want to get to Faith Focus Friday. A couple of items to share with you. One of them, very simple. On hermeneutics, posted by Steve Crosby. And it's very brief. The point is not what the Bible says. The point is how you interpret and apply what the Bible says. The point is, what hermeneutic are you using? It's all hermeneutics. Now, we don't have the time to develop all of that here. But if you care to develop this, you can research this and come to understand the importance of hermeneutics. And, and basically, what I'm talking about is we're talking about genuine study, not just what I would call Uh, loose verse application of Scripture. You know, I made a joke one time about having a perforated Bible so you could poke out the sections you don't like. (laughs) And we can do the same thing in a positive way. We can pick out ones that we do like and use them for a cause and try to prove a point. I was thinking about this in the context of the woman who was caught in adultery. People have used that, for instance, to say, see, Jesus is against the death penalty. Now, nowhere in Scripture will you find any place where Jesus speaks against the death penalty. Now, you can draw a conclusion based on that story, but there's no <laughs> foundation to support the idea. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to say there's any You know, embrace any petition, any position on this based on Scripture. And I'm just saying we need to be very careful about this. That's all. Let's be very careful about this. The next thing I want to go into is a really sad story. And yet, I think this is the nature of the beast, and I don't mind calling it a beast, because the religious system... Is profoundly unhealthy in America and the Western world. Christian Headlines has a story 55% of pastors often feel overworked and overcommitted. More than half of America's pastors say they struggle to avoid being overworked and overcommitted. This is a LifeWay research survey. One-fourth of pastors say they need to devote more time to their marriage and children. This survey is of 1,000 Protestant pastors released last week. found 55% of pastors say they find it challenging to avoid being overworked and overcommitted. 47% say it's challenging to take time for hobbies or interests away from their job. The physical health of pastors also an issue. 59% saying it's challenging to consistently exercise, eating right, consistently resting, ranked high in the survey. Pastors were asked to select all the aspects of self-care you might find challenging your ministry as a pastor. Scott McConnell, who's the executive director of Lifeway Research, said while most pastors are quick to say they have several challenges in caring for themselves, they're also quick to prioritize ministry needs ahead of their own. Now, I think in one sense, some of this is really part of what the calling is about laying down your life for others but another part of this is i think the unhealthiness of this entire environment among categories that need attention today almost two-thirds of pastors put skills people or ministry difficulties ahead of their own self-care constantly working from a physical deficit is not a sustainable formula for pastoral ministry Not surprisingly, time management, 51%, and balancing life between home and work, 43, rank 1 and 2 when pastors are asked which aspects of their personal life need attention or investment today. Children, 29, marriage, 26, caring for aging parents, 23, also ranked high. Pastors were not asked if these areas of personal life matter. They were asked to indicate those areas they need additional focus today nowhere is it more likely than personal life for a need to emerge for a pastor because they are giving attention elsewhere there are only so many hours to split between work and home and finding that right balance is very very important just thought you should know of what is going on out there and what may be going on in the church that you were in maybe it's a good question you need to ask your pastor I would just suggest you may do that. Ask, are you okay? How are you really doing? Do that. It'll be interesting to get an answer. Stay with us. Over on the text line, sarcasm dripping from this one. I'm so upset they canceled my CNN Plus subscription. I was really looking forward to getting my disinformation news. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Regarding CNN Plus, what would make you think that if people aren't watching content you're providing for free now, that they would actually pay to watch enhancements of the same crap? Exactly. (laughs) oh my goodness you wonder what what is going on in the mind of Chris Wallace this is why he left Fox News what is he thinking now now I've heard rumors they'll possibly give him a show and that would not surprise me if they would give him a show on the main channel there are certainly plenty of shows that are absolutely unwatchable (laughs) That he could um, move right into any number one of any number of those positions. Really good post, folks, from Young Americans for Liberty. I've thought of a lot about this in the context of that stupid mask mandate. And it's very short line. Your compliance resulted in past mandates. Your resistance can prevent future ones. I love this your compliance resulted in past mandates your resistance can prevent future ones you know what is the cost of Liberty eternal vigilance isn't that what we were warned about the system that we now have that that's what is needed eternal vigilance Because, ladies and gentlemen, these folks do not stop. Remember I said to you the other day, the CDC, this is not about your health. You need to understand that. This is about power and control. And they absolutely, absolutely think it's vital that they have the power. They have the power to put some sort of mandate in place in the future now for right now I think they recognize they recognize that they're not going to be able to get the mask mandate back in place I think they already recognize that but they're planning for the future they want to make sure they have the ability to do this down the road this is why They went to the justice department this is why they want to go back to court and they want to make sure they can do this in the future it's really that simple very very simple i want to have a little fun here as well i have no idea what the date is on this none whatsoever but I think it's worth listening to. What have we been hearing from the left for the last couple of years? It has been nonstop. Follow the saints, follow the saints, follow the saints. You know, I, I got to the point, the next person who said that phrase, I just wanted to knock upside the head. Of course, you know me. I'm not a violent person at all. But it's It's annoying. Because you and I both know these folks this is not about science this is about if it is science it's political science so I want you to listen carefully to what I'm going to share with you it's a piece of audio it's undated I have no idea what it is I saw someone posted this on social media the other day and I was like boy this is curious what is one of the things that I have said all along about These issues. I've said all along that one of the dangers we face is a mindset where people buy into dogma. And this is what happens when we buy into dogma. What ends up happening is messages are communicated and they're repeated over and over and over again and the very gullible come to believe just because an expert says this or that that this is science and it's not science it's someone's opinion which is likely to be very different down the road so i've done enough (laughs) setting up this next piece of audio I want you to hear it for yourself. This is an interview that took place apparently during flu season with Dr. Anthony Fauci. And you can hear his answer to a question about someone who has the flu. Listen up.
1: Uh, But she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself and so she if not she get re- it? if she really has the flu if she really has the flu she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine Next if she really has the flu she
0: right. should not get it again no she
1: day. doesn't need it because the, it's the be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself
0: <laughs> hmm i i you know when i hear that there's a part of me that my heart just sinks you think of what we've been through the last two years think about the people who've lost jobs the people even for speaking and communicating what dr. Fauci just said people have lost jobs just for saying things that are not politically correct today about medicine about COVID it's heartbreaking to me and the truth of the matter is you know this as well as i do people are not going to go back in history to see what dr fauci said before they're not what is said today is gospel and because it's dr fauci you know he's the expert He is the czar. (laughs) Don't you just love that word? This texter is saying, Vince, their goal is a COVID passport, like the EU in the end. Follow the science, they say, but never cite their sources. Well, they don't need to. (laughs) This is just crazy. Just absolutely crazy so what's my takeaway from this you know do i hate dr fauci no absolutely not but i have a healthy distrust mistrust of anybody who is communicating a message ronald reagan his message still resonates today trust but verify And if the verification ain't there, then go pound sand. It's really that simple. Stay with us. On the text line, (laughs) several interesting things here, beginning with this. The audio I share from Dr. Fauci. Can we play that again, uh, Bernie? I'm going to play this again. This is a classic. This is Dr. Anthony Fauci again. There's no date on this, but this is apparently back during a a flu season pre-COVID. And Dr. Anthony Fauci is making an appearance on C-SPAN. Let's listen again. The most potent vaccination is getting the flu yourself could the same thing be said for covid is this not a situation where we've got clear inconsistency from dr anthony fauci how many people have argued for quite some time that having the virus should be something that allows you to forego getting the shots for the very reason Dr. Anthony Fauci just described. Science, ladies and gentlemen. Science. Just putting that out there. Okay, 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 okay. What else do we have here? <laughs> okay, just looking over some of the texts here the minefield that is the text line (laughs) as I describe it pay close attention to a story unfolding in California and Washington for that matter because it's a story that may end up becoming a national story for someone else what am I talking about the concern about Dianne Feinstein have you seen what's going on with her San Francisco Chronicle story, colleagues worry Dianne Feinstein is now mentally unfit to serve, citing recent interactions. When a California Democrat in Congress recently engaged in an extended conversation with Senator Dianne Feinstein, they prepared for a rigorous policy discussion like those they'd had with her many times over the last 15 years. Instead, the lawmaker said, they had to reintroduce themselves to Feinstein multiple times during an interaction that lasted several hours. Rather than delve into policy, Feinstein repeated the same small talk questions like asking the lawmaker what mattered to voters in their district, the members of Congress who had this experience shared this and saying that Feinstein had no apparent recognition the two had already had a similar conversation the episode so unnerving the lawmaker who spoke to the Chronicle on condition they'd not be identified because the sensitivity of the topic began raising questions with colleagues see if some kind of intervention to persuade Feinstein to retire was possible her term runs through the end of 2024 my goodness the conversation occurred several weeks before the death of her husband In February I've worked with her for a long time long enough to know what she was like just a few years ago always in command always in charge on top of the details basically couldn't resist a conversation where she was driving some bill or some idea all of that is gone she was an intellectual and political force not that long ago that's why my encounter with her was so jarring because there was just no trace of that. None. And folks, I know where this woman is politically. Can you put that aside for just a few minutes and think about the human being? This is sad on so many levels. The Chronicle editorial board spoke with Diane Feinstein, who defended her job performance, and said she won't step down. The editorial board writes, if Feinstein is mentally unfit, Democrats need to tell her openly, and she should resign. Responses to the Chronicle's reporting, California officials were quiet, but media personalities, academics, and political operatives suggested it makes the case for term limits. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear what I just said? This is in California. They're saying this is an argument for term limits. Something many of us have been calling for for quite some time. Four U.S. senators, including three Democrats, as well as three former Feinstein staffers, and the California Democratic member of Congress told the Chronicle in recent interviews her memory is rapidly deteriorating. It appears she can no longer fulfill her job duties without her staff doing much of the work required to represent the nearly 40 million people of California. They say the memory lapses do not appear to be constant. Some days she's nearly as sharp as she used to be. Some days. During the March confirmation hearing for soon-to-be Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, Feinstein appeared composed as she read pertinent questions, though she repeated comments to Jackson about the judge's composure in the face of tough questioning. But some close to her said that on her most difficult days, she does not seem to fully recognize even longtime colleagues one Democratic senator saying it's bad and it's getting worse this person said within the Senate Feinstein has difficulty keeping up with conversations and discussions there's a joke on the hill we've got a great junior senator in Alex Padilla and an experienced staff in Feinstein's office Wow folks pay close attention to this because this spectacle no matter how it turns out it may soon be The same discussion happening around President Joe Biden. I think the conversation should have started long before now. What do you think? Love to get your thoughts as we continue. Final stretch to the Vince Coakley radio program on this Friday. Got some great weekend plans in store, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you do, and that it's a very restful time. Over on the text line, a reaction to the story I shared about Diane Feinstein. Vince Feinstein's case, she's just showing signs. In the president's case, he's always lied. <laughs> so you can't say it's just happened. To be honest here, there are a lot on Capitol Hill that should be required to go through psychiatric and other physical exams for readiness. These tests must be non-biased as well. Cognitively, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Feinstein are and have been in question since prior to Trump becoming president. Politics aside, I'm being for real. Oh, I, I believe you. Another texture saying Pelosi isn't far behind the big guy and DiFi. This texture saying Diane Feinstein's probably thinking, y'all aren't going to make Biden step down for cognitive decline. Why in the world should I? Yeah. If that's going through her mind, she's got a point, doesn't she? Ah. I'm serious. This sends chills down my spine. It really does. It's, it's so disturbing just to see this kind of decline. And the fact this person is a senator. And, and it, it goes to a point that I've made a number of times that some of these actions need to be taken much more quickly. How long has this been going on? Got this song going in my head now. <laughs> Let's take a look at the day in history. Bernie, how are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Doing well. I hope you're well after we assault you with nine questions. <laughs> I'm Honest. sure I'll be fine. Day in history. We begin in 1792 when this president declared the US is neutral in the war that was going on in Europe. Who was president in 1792? 1792 um, that's not John Adams is it it is not do you want to try who it is oh, 1792 hey it, it's not George is it George Washington I don't know is it? hmm let's go with George you're gonna go with George you are correct let's do it it is indeed George Washington declaring US neutral in the war in Europe 1878 the first event of its type held at the White House it was moved from the Capitol in fact this event took place just days ago and we played some um, well we didn't play any audio from there but we talked about how uh, the president got some coaching on what to do and where to go would that be the summit the NATO summit no, this oh. was the Easter egg roll. Oh, Remember wow. the bunny was giving him directions on what to do? Yeah, pretty sad. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, God help us. 1889. Um, this was a land rush that started in this particular state. And uh, I think people felt like they needed to get there sooner rather than later. That was your big hint. Uh, Oklahoma? <laughs> yes. The Sooners. I'm glad you were very insightful. Yes, sir 1955 Congress ordered this phrase on all coins a lot of people object to this now In God we trust in God. We trust is absolutely correct Then the next question is Hmm John Irving Kennedy started playing for the Philadelphia Phillies and This was very significant for the National League because it meant for the very first time they were what mm. What what did his presence do for the National League? Uh, were they nationally televised? No, they were fully integrated. Oh with the addition of John Irving Kennedy got it Very important development 1970 this celebrated for the first time I don't know if you've heard the history about the Looney Tune person who started this particular observance. But, yeah, I don't know if you know what day this is. Is it Earth Day? It is Earth Day. Let's go. Celebrated 1970 for the first time. 1976, this person became the very first network TV evening news anchor. Still very highly esteemed. Uh, hmm. It's not Johnny Carson, is it? That's, no, it's not. I don't know, Vince. I'm stumped on this one. This is Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. I think this is supposed to be female. I And I probably should have clarified that. Hey, that's okay. 1978. It doesn't say that, by the way, in this. But I'm sure she was not the first network TV news anchor. Oh, no. 1978. This duo made their debut appearance on SNL. Uh, boy I don't know how to characterize them Um, but they were very entertaining to a lot of people not my kind of entertainment or humor Uh, but they wear sunglasses oh the Blues Brothers (laughs) yeah very good yeah 2004 uh, this person I think he was a professional athlete killed by friendly fire in Afghanistan Got a whole lot of news attention at the time. Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman, yes. yes.
1: American hero. American
0: football player and soldier. Yeah. He uh, was killed on this day, 2004. I am, uh, boy, do we have time? I think we'll make time. What do you think is the worst thing that could happen to you that you would discover at your feet while you're driving? Uh, It's got to be a snake or a spider. It's a snake. Ooh. This happened in Missouri. This woman driving along in the city of Pacific, Missouri, she felt something against her feet on the floor. Stopped the police department for help. Yes, it was indeed a snake at her feet. By the way, you should know snakes can get into your cars through the undercarriage, an open door, or a window. The most likely points of entry, the engine, cabin, and the trunk. Mm. Just letting you know. <laughs> Don't be paranoid now. Mm. Bernie, have a great weekend, and... The same to all of you. Have yourselves a great weekend. And God bless you. Take care.